Balancing Death Kirk is a weekly KeyForge podcast focused on competitive play. The podcast is hosted by Kita Mode and Kodamarin. The show is here for listeners to gain a better understanding of how to evaluate decks, how to evaluate their own board position, and how to anticipate opponents' decisions. Without further ado, here's this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Balancing Death Quirk. I am Kiramut and I'm here with Kodamarin. How's it going? And today we're going to be bidding farewell to Sanctum for now. Um, Sanctum's not going to be in the next set, so we're going to talk a little bit about um, where Sanctum is in the first two sets and what can be done in the third set that now that Sanctum's gone, and then what Sanctum can do in set four to have more of a presence. So yeah, okay, we don't know that they're coming back in set four, but it has Fair. been confirmed. <laughs> it, it's been confirmed yeah. that the, these houses are going to come back, and honestly, At some point. I would predict this to come back in set four, but that's that's tinfoil hat time. We'll get mm-hmm. we'll get to that uh, in six months. Yep. But right now, uh, what what is gone from the card pool as a whole? Like, sure, you might you might have a, a set of cards, a number of decks, you know, a wholesale tournament where no one pulls Sanctum, and you don't mm-hmm. miss it, right? But without Sanctum in the card pool, you're missing some things, right? The the obvious things are armored bodies, right? Yep. There's not going to be nearly as much armor. If you want this board state that is survivable, they're going to be mm-hmm. taking damage, right? They're going to be Brobnar guys that take damage. Maybe maybe the Saurians are have some sixes and sevens or something, but Sanctum's thing was their knights with armor, and they're good at spreading that armor and and protecting things with taunt, right? I yeah. think there's going to be less taunt, not no taunt, but less taunt in the next set. Yeah, if I were to think about what, what Sanctum does as a house, or what it's supposed to do, it's supposed to be amber control and board protection that's the things that it does like it needs to protect vulnerable guys and it needs to keep your opponent off a check and it was kind of hit and miss in both sets i think set two did a little bit better job of doing what sanctum's supposed to do uh than set one and we'll go over some of those examples but it just been kind of clunky the first two sets um and we're hoping that the next time we see sanctum they they clean that up a little bit, but let, let's go over some of the some of the nice things that that they did set two versus set one. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of cards in set one, and some of them even held over, like uh, Shield of Justice, Take Hostages, mm-hmm. that didn't quite fit because the game just doesn't flow that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in set two, uh, there are a couple more rewards. So so what what Sanctum has is ways to protect things and ways to capture things mm-hmm. uh, they they end up uh, end up sitting with all that amber on their guys all the time and i think it wasn't until set two where they got abe the grim they got mother northell they got the gray rider and they got the ambassadors things that are, that either give you the benefits from capturing th- those were two categories there's mm-hmm. the things that yeah, give yeah. you benefits from capturing and the things that are worth protecting in-house and what's nice about the things that we're protecting in-house, the ambassadors, the Grey Riders, let you do things in the other houses. It really mm-hmm. makes Sanctum into this support set that it really wanted to be. They wanted to be these knights protecting whatever is valuable behind them. Yeah, and, and you mentioned a key card. So you said uh, Shield of Justice, and then also in set two, there's uh, Hollowed Shield. The mm-hmm. biggest problem that both of these cards have is that they can only be used when you play Sanctum. And these are really cards... That want to be used on your non-sanctum churns, right? Ideally, sanctum isn't spending their entire time fighting. They are helping your Brobnar guys or your untamed guys do the real fighting, right? So if you could say, hey, like let's say, um, let's say Hollowed Shield were an Omni effect, that all of a sudden becomes a real card. Because I like, oh, okay, on my non-sanctum churns, I get this benefit too. 
you know so like they could do something like that it lets you actually fight with the the think drone into the succubus without trading right yeah. that's and that's what the armor tried to do right that's what mm-hmm. like you know these the, the shoulder armor the like ob- bulwark. The, the bulwark and and it's really cool when you have the bulwark on a dodger oh, i love that yep. combo like that is a cool thing that sanctum did that enabled shadows or, or the dodger to be fighting more yeah and it's not like sanctum's bad right they just sanctum's great they they just like uh they're a little clunky it's kind of hard to find the right lineup they have too many cards that just don't totally work and we would hope that in like the next time that we see them that they clean up some of these uh some of these mistakes and, and honestly i think a really big mistake is that too many of their cards that are payoff cards like in in particular the biggest one being doorstep is that you don't get the payoff in a common slot which is what you need so i don't know if you need to make another card as powerful as doorstep to heaven but like let's say you made a card that were in sanctum and it just says each um creature loses one captured amber it just goes away into the void yeah so now if you have six guys with captured amber that's real payoff right you're just removing six amber out of the game and you could make that in the common slot and similarly mother north l what if it weren't a rare what if that were a common card so you could just reap pull an amber off like abed the grim is a really good payoff card it's like it captures three gets you off check and then every turn it is getting rid of that amber i i love the design of abed in sanctum that is the payoff mm-hmm. that's why it feels so good it's like oh Charret actually does something now. It's got mm-hmm. a decent stat line. It's in yep. the common slot. Oftentimes, you'll have two or three of them in a deck. It feels so good to get rid of all that amber and feel like you're actually doing something with that reap. And I think that Sanctum really got close in in AOA to being that strong house that, that actually does the things that you're trying to do with Sanctum. Yeah, it, it's a step in the right direction. They, they still have some clunkers. But if, if you can keep pushing the design space in that direction, I think for set four, you could be really good. But now, now let's transition to specifically set three because uh, Sanctum won't be there, right? So this is where we have to look and say, okay, if Sanctum's not there, what are the things that you can do in the set now because it won't get broken with Sanctum? And to me, the most obvious one is you can actually make more cards with passive effects that are interesting because they're not going to be dropped next to a bunch of taunts. They're not going to be dropped next to a bunch of guys that just give shields all over the place. Like the Ember Imp is not going next to the Bulwark. Mm-hmm. And so now maybe you roll the dice a little bit more on passive effects because Sanctum's not a card. Like those cards don't get paired with it. You know? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the, the, the other thing that, that it does is um, with the less protection, it pushes other ways of protecting guys. You know, uh, maybe having stronger guys, other threats. Maybe uh, we have Exalt putting ca- Amber on more v- less valuable targets. So now do I kill the Dink with three Amber on it because it's been Exalted three times? Or mm-hmm. do I kill the actual threat that's passive? The, you can you can do different things now that you can't just lock down a guy with an Armageddon cloak. Yeah, and, and the other thing too is, so if you can actually make cards that reward you for capturing Amber without the threat of oh wait all of a sudden um take hostages becomes busted because you don't want to have a situation where it's like oh yeah if you play take hostages and you get like some really awesome benefit every time you capture something and that happens like five times in a turn that could potentially be broken you don't have to worry about that if all the sanctum capture mechanics are just out of the game 
Yeah, there's a Saurian guy with Exalt. I think you reap him or something and you exalt him, and then you can use the Amber that's on him to actually forge your own keys. So it ends up stealing it if you get to seven, or six or seven. And if you can pair him with Terms of Redress, that is busted, right? Or what, yeah, or there's the uh, there's a Sanctum card that just says take all the Amber and shuffle it or however you want. Equalize is a rare. Yep. I would put it next to Mother North Al and shove it in the common slot. It still has a dot on it. I would I put put Shield of Justice in the rare <laughs> slot, please. Make it make Shield of Justice yeah. Omni. Keep the amber. Make it a rare. Now it's a cool card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's a, there's a couple things that that I'm curious to see what they do in the new set because with Sanctum being gone, you can try different things, and that that should, that should be cool. Like as much as I like Sanctum, I do understand that they, as a support house. There's certain cards you can't take risks with, like Restoring Guntis and Sanctum. That has proven to be a really scary thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you can get Restoring Guntis protected, it's actually kind of cancerous, and now that's that's just gone. So, but maybe Restoring Guntis and Warding is provides the same problem, or maybe it's actually okay. Like like maybe that's how it should be. Like you, it effectively gains elusive, but it doesn't have like full on protection of like armor for direct damage and taunt for attack damage mm-hmm. yeah the, the warding thing feels like it's again how prevalent is going to be is it going to be I, I think it'll be impactful but not prevalent but mm-hmm. it will definitely fill some of that protection void that we're missing from sanctum which is kind of mm-hmm. cool I, I really like, actually like that yeah but i think that's really it we, we wanted this one to be short um we we like both of the houses that are leaving uh the game but uh they'll be back and we're, we're curious to see what does set three look like with these houses gone and how can we prepare ourselves as players um, for the new reality that's coming ahead of us. And also, if you're a really big Sanctum fan, like shout out to the guys at Sanctimonious also, like shout yep. out to those guys. <laughs> um, you can just pretend that there's nine houses in this set and that you're just really bad at pulling the other two, right? Yep. And then it feels the same, right? Yeah. And, and again, you can still play Sanctum, right? It, like right. They, They're still in set one and set two. It's just that you can't look at set three card and say, oh, you know what? This guy right here will be really good with this other Sanctum card if you pair them together. That's not an option that's available to you. you you're, you're stuck with that specific grouping. And when you remove Sanctum, in particular, all its protection effects, the capture effect's not as big of a deal, but the protection effect's massive deal. Um, we'll be curious to see how you evaluate some of these cards. So yeah, that's this episode. Uh, you can follow us online. We are on Facebook and we are on Twitter. We are at DeathQuark for either one of them. Through either of our social medias, you can find a link to our Discord channel. And uh, in our Discord, that is the easiest way to contact myself or Codameron. Uh, if you want more content, you can check out Codameron's YouTube channel. He does streams and then he also does content for Vault Tours. And lastly, if you want to support the show even more, you can get merch. So you can get shirts, or t-shirts, backpacks, and you can wear our merch at different events like Vault Tours or local events and just show your support for the show. That way, it just helps spread the word. So yeah, tell your friends about it. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you next time. Thanks a bunch.